Okay, so um, I just want to talk about the evolution of relationships. Um, I get a lot of questions because my family dynamic, I feel like, is not the norm. And just a little recap on that. I have my son um, with his dad. I had him when I was 22. And then I have my two girls with my ex-husband. And then I have my newest baby um, with my boyfriend. And my boyfriend over the last almost two years has stepped in to my life um, with my children and our daughter together and really just taken on all that entails. Because anyone who is a step parent can tell you it's not easy and I don't expect it to ever be easy to navigate that role. Like I feel like there are so many sides to being a step parent and there's so many different ways it can go and it's constantly like going up and down and all over the place and that's just I mean that's life in general but I think because of that um abnormality of my life (laughs) I feel people are more inclined to write to me because my life isn't perfect and it's very out of the norm but I'm very happy and people see my happiness you know like radiating radiating out of my body sorry having a hard time talking today and they get curious you know like this person's not living this normal life that everyone else says that we should live in order to be happy how are they doing it whatever and I'm going to say right now, one thing that drives me crazy or just rubs me wrong is when people tell me how easy my life is or that I make it look easy or how perfect it is or how they never see me struggle, you know, things like that. And I just don't like it because my life, what it is right now, what I have made it into over the last two years when I really decided that I was going to start living my life for me and going after my goals and putting my children's best interests and just really manifesting what I wanted as a whole. Um, that I don't know if people really saw that. So anytime anyone comes to me with that mindset and then asks me for advice or anything, I feel like I have to correct them, which is like the whole point of this entire segment is just kind of like I am loosely my truth you know no one needs to know all the details and no one cares to know and I probably don't remember all of it honestly but that is what we're gonna do today so first things first um I get a lot of questions about my relationship with my boyfriend how we met how he is with the kids how it all came together so briefly from the top we met on bumble um these are like the highlights i guess so we met on bumble didn't actually meet for like i think it was another few days but he sent me flowers at work before he ever met me and i was just like all right i see you i don't know what you're trying to do but i do like flowers and they're in one of my favorite colors so like this then he came and brought me a coffee and you know like 
people, I'm not going to say people lie online, but people post like their best pictures and then you see him in person and it's not the same. So when I saw him and he was way cuter actually than he is online, I was like, oh, hey, we can do this. So then a couple of days after that, we hung out for real and I kind of hit him from the side, I guess you can say, because he wasn't planning on hanging out with me and I hit him up and I'm like, hey, what are you doing? I'm going to come pick you up. Like, let's hang out. And we spent hours talking. I drilled him out everything. I asked him where he was born, how he grew up. We went through literally all of his relationships. And that was a big thing to me because I could feel like his honesty and how he talked about these other women. wherein And like, he wasn't like, oh, it's all their fault, whatever. He very like black and white kind of laid it out like this happened this was my reaction you know we went down like the timeline the ups and downs you know all of his heartache heartbreak his life lessons you know where he's lived like everything because I had made an point that I just didn't want any if I was going to get in a relationship it wasn't going to be on like false pretenses I didn't want him to know me as someone that I'm not And I didn't want to know him as someone that he's not. Like, I told him, I was like, I want to know the dark stuff. Like, just take me there now. Like, let's not worry about actually getting to know each other. Tell me all your trauma right now. And we spent, it was probably like six hours basically traumatizing the shit out of each other. Um, You know, I was going over like abusive exes and like cheating scandals. Well, not really scandals, but you know, they're kind of scandals for hometown stuff and you know my relationships with my kids fathers and then you know talking about his you know relationships with other people and our childhood how we grew up how we were brought up those beliefs versus our beliefs now as adults and really just going through all of that and I know that's really really hard for a lot of people but I also feel like it's really essential because when I left him that night We didn't kiss or anything. I don't even think we hugged. I think I had like my feet on his lap at one point, but that was like as close as we got. But it was like the most intimate time I've probably ever had with another human being, like in the beginning of something. It was very raw. It was very real. It was very open. And that kind of set the course for our whole relationship was just having that And then, you know, once we did move into, like, the physical intimacy of things, like, the pieces just fell together. Like, it's, I mean, we both talk about it, that it was just very different for both of us Um, from our, like, past experiences with people and just how everything went together because we kind of made it a point to go at it a certain way in a healthy way that we both agreed upon. And I've said this before, um, when we started dating, I was very apprehensive and he knew this and he was as well as far as the children dynamic as to what his role was going to be with my children, if he would meet my children, if he would meet their dads, like if they would like him, if he would like them and just all that that really entails because that is a lot and that's important. And everyone has different beliefs on when you should introduce someone to your child. Some say you should wait an entire year, six months, whatever it is. And I feel like 
there is no timeline. For me, I met this person, fell in love with them, and then I had to make that choice. Like, I need to have them around my children because if I wait an entire year and I introduce them and they all hate each other, then this isn't what I thought it was or what I was led to believe. And I feel like that is a very key part in a lot of other people's relationships. They wait to introduce them to their parents or to their children or their friends, you know, and everyone's so worried. But then you introduce them and it's either great or it's bad. And then you have to decide if you want to keep going, like all of that. And for me, I was vocal and like, okay, things are going good. Like it's time to figure this out for like all of us, like meet families, meet children, you know, but it actually happened faster than like what I wanted it to. Like we had crossed that bridge, like, oh, this is where we're going. This is how it's going to be. But then random life chaos happened and he ended up meeting them sooner than I intended, but it all worked out. Like my kids really liked him. Um, and I didn't introduce him as my boyfriend. I was like, I just introduced him as his name. I was like, this is Marcus. And then my kids started grilling him. <laughs> and like I told my son, don't talk to strange men in the park that don't have children. And so he met us at the park one day and that was a very interesting conversation. But, um, he met my children and then like we met in March and then I think he met them at the end of April and then I met his parents in April as well and that was another thing that wasn't supposed to happen that soon because we had just started like dating but our like souls and emotions had really gotten not the best of us but we were just so open with each other that everything was so relaxed that I think we only we hadn't really known each other very long before a lot of I want to say like the relationship milestones were hurdled over. <laughs> I think we, um, I think it was like three weeks that we had known each other. And then Marcus came to my work and told me that he loved me. And then I think it was like, I don't know. It was within like the first 90 days of knowing each other that all this like wonderful chaos happened. But yeah. So emotions were greatly felt and revealed very early. And then he met my children and then I met his parents. And then um, we went to dinner with his parents. And on the way to dinner, Marcus and I realized that his parents don't know that I have children. And I immediately get this nauseous feeling in my stomach because I have friends who have dated single men that don't have kids and the mothers and fathers and siblings like think that we're just going to come and wreck their lives and that we're looking for fathers and financial support. And that's not at all where I was or where I ever will be. And so I was just super nervous to tell his parents. And my boyfriend, anytime I'm nervous or anxious, he is a very nervous and anxious person as well, but whenever it's me, he like becomes the most relaxed, chilled, laid back person I've ever seen in my life. So we're driving and he's like, it's okay. 
Um, I'll tell them if you want me to, like, I'll take it all off of you. I was, and I jumped on that. I was all for it. Yes, you do that. I'm going to sit here and try not to throw up on the table. So we go to dinner. He tells his parents and then his mom was so cute. She's like, oh, how many children do you have? And then he told her three and then I showed her pictures of them and then they were telling us to bring the kids by sometime, like once I'm comfortable with all of them, yada, yada, yada. And right before he told them, he had texted me and was like, I have my phone in my lap and he's like, I'm going to throw up. And I just laughed inside because it's not that easy. It's very hard blending families. And so that all happens. And then um, I get some new furniture to my house. And he comes over to help me put it together. And I think he's only left one time since then. So, yeah. like, But that was after several like months. Almost a year before that happened. But, yeah. So we definitely have put in a lot of like groundwork I feel like to our relationship because of just how we handled it um because obviously we met each other online it's instantly like physical attraction but then being able to follow that up with um a good intellectual dynamic is very essential but also I think very rare because I know myself personally I've met people and like you see someone, you're like, oh, they're attracted. Let me talk to them. And you talk to them and you're like, never mind. Should have never come over here. <laughs> but it was nice that that transferred for both of us through like a dating app in those conversations to face-to-face conversations to us building this life together. And that is something I like stress to people when people are like, oh, I had this problem with my significant other. I'm like, okay, why are you telling me? Tell them. And one thing I have to stress is being open with whomever you're talking to. Um, And I know a lot of people try to set like a timeline on things, on a lot of things. And none of that ever really makes sense to me. Um, And I've had friends who start dating someone and a couple months in, they have like this secret they want to reveal and they're worried that the other person won't accept them. And point blank period, if that person does not accept that part about you, they're not your person. And the longer you drag that on, you're just essentially wasting both of your time. Like you're not benefiting either one of you and it's just unfair. Like you both should be with the person you're supposed to be with. And if you have secrets from each other, then you obviously aren't meant to be together. And it's going to come out later eventually. And it's so hard. I know this from personal experience to tell your shitty life past choices to someone you're interested in. And while you're telling them, you're just like, please realize like I am different. I have learned from this. Please, please, please. And not everyone can see past that, you know? And that was a big thing for me um, with going into my relationship with my boyfriend. We talked about these things. And I made sure to ask certain questions based off past experiences where people haven't necessarily lied to me, but they haven't told me the truth. So 
we were talking about our past long-term relationships because we kind of both followed in like this same path. We had both been in a really long relationship. It started to unravel. And you know, there's that like, we're on a break point and then like the breaking up point. And then there's like those months of conversation that happen afterwards, you know, whatever. Because I've asked people in the past, I'm like, oh, when did you and your ex break up? And they're like, oh, we broke up two years ago. But leave out the fact that since those two years of them officially breaking up, they've slept together 20 times and, you know, whatever. So that is important. That is very important. But people leave that out because it makes other people uncomfortable. And I get it and I understand it. But I knew that going in to my new life and who I wanted to be and everything I wanted to manifest for myself, I couldn't do stuff like that. And I also didn't want to be with someone like that. So, you know, I asked my boyfriend about his long-term relationship. He asked me about mine. And I was like, oh, when did you guys break up? And he tells me. And then I'm like, and I asked him, you know, if they had kept talking or if it was just like a clear break. And that's when he, I could tell he was uncomfortable telling me that, you know, they had broken up. But like for like several months after that, they were still talking and hooking up until, you know, he found out that she'd actually had a boyfriend for like six months of that time period, you know. And that's when it was finally like officially over. And then right from there... He immediately met another girl, got in a relationship with her, and, you know, that lasted a couple months. Then they split up, and, you know, he was doing whatever he was doing until he met me. And that is something that a lot of people don't really go into detail with. Like, they want to skip over the little breaks and all of that. And so later on, things come up. And I am just thankful that I haven't been in that position for things to come up. Like, he has been really honest with me. I have been honest with him um, to the point of, like, showing him, like, this is the last time I talked to this person. It's time stamped. Not that he's ever questioned me about that, but when we had these conversations, I was glad that I was able to pull up my phone and be like, here, like, I haven't talked to them since then, you know, as I'm telling this story which I know not everyone can do that, but I'm just thankful that I've been able to do that and just ease his mind as to who I am as a person and that I am being as honest as I know how to be and as I can be. And that's another thing is um, when you've been in a long-term relationship and you get out of it, everyone has like an idea for you of how you should handle it, how you should recover mend your heart, if you should date, if you shouldn't date, yada, yada, yada. And it becomes very overwhelming and very loud. So you have to decide what you want and how you want to do it. And that was a big thing for me because I just didn't say anything about my divorce for a while. Like to where when I did say it, people didn't realize it had been going on for like months, like almost a year of time had happened and then people were like putting the pieces together like oh that's why you were here by yourself and that's why this happened I'm like yes but it's none of your business but now that you know a few years out I can feel like I can talk about it more and people have stopped being so judgmental because now my new life is in front of them and they've kind of forgotten about the old one but yeah so 
we went through really, you know, getting to know each other, being very open, very raw, very honest. And there's, I don't have any more secrets from him. Like I've told him stuff that like, I've not told a single soul stuff that I plan on taking to the grave and same for him. (laughs) So we've been very open and honest and, you know, there were times in the beginning that he would come to me with something and I could just see like how painful it was for him to tell me something or reveal something to me because he was so scared of like me walking away or like a harsh judgment coming down and seeing that vulnerability before he shared whatever secret it was or emotion or anything really made me listen to what he was saying and see who he is and what he wants and all of that. And all of that I have talked about is like the building blocks and the foundation for what our relationship is now. Because I feel like if we hadn't done all of that, there's no way we'd be surviving together and thriving together the way that we are. Um, I can honestly say that there's no one that knows me as well as he does. And he hasn't even known me as long. He's literally the newest person to my life besides the people that I work with. Um, but he knows me. He can tell through text how I'm feeling. He'll immediately call me and just ask me like, what's wrong? I can tell there's something wrong. What is it? Let's talk it out. Let's get you feeling good. You know, he can walk into a room and like he can walk into the house and literally feel if my energy is off. And we've really, really worked to get to that point. Like it is a daily thing of us checking on on each other, asking how each other's doing mentally, how is work, like do you need space, do you need me around, like finding that dynamic between us and really having those conversations. And when I tell people that this is what we do, they're like, oh, I can't do that. My husband won't do that. And it makes me sad, like... But I've also been in that relationship to where I understand. But I'm like, you guys either have to figure it out or it's just you're going to be miserable. It's going to all blow up in your face. And then working through each other and with each other brings us to like our parenting dynamic. And, you know, my boyfriend's not the father of all my children. So I really expressed to him when we met, like the kind of parent I want to be, the kind of parent I used to be, what I'm striving to be, how I want my kids to envision me. And I don't want to create like a false narrative for my children. I want them to really know that I am that person. I'm trying to be that person. I don't want them to be like, oh, my mom was the best mom ever. And then find out that I was like a raging alcoholic. (laughs) No, I want to really embody and encompass being a good, wholesome guide for my children I know when I say wholesome people are like but you smoke cannabis yeah whatever it happens um but just being that person and being my kids solid and I told my boyfriend like the things I'm okay with parenting the things I'm not okay with parenting how I like to parent you know and then he came in and I really got to like guide him through being a male figure in my kids lives and then I told everyone involved like my children and him and his parents I'm letting him and my children decide like their relationship dynamic and so it's different with each child our youngest um beast she absolutely adores him sleeps with him every night um the middle is she's just very much a daddy's girl like she's always been her daddy's little girl but she's very attached to him as well. And she really likes her time with him. And she likes when 
he takes special time to like be with her and he does her homework with her and she absolutely adores that and then my son his dad has really been absent most of his life he sees him about once a year if that um but they he's really taken on like a very strong role model for him and plays like video games with him and talks about jujitsu and they watch all these little video clips I honestly don't know what it's about but it is what it is and I really let them decide their dynamic obviously I'm like watching and mentoring and all that but that was something important for me because I know growing up um the way that I grew up was this is your father this is your aunt like that is who that person is that's how you will talk to them you know, and I didn't really get to decide what my relationships were going to be with people. It was decided for me. And that was one thing I did not want my children to have to deal with. I wanted them to only be around people they're comfortable with and not force anything. And my boyfriend really let them show him like who he is to them. And he's gotten to show them like what they mean to him. And it's just been a really beautiful, beautiful dynamic. And then from my children and him building a relationship that builds another, like another, I feel like it's another like line in our relationship that um, brings us together, you know, because now I have a partner who's parenting with me every single day. So he's a big deciding factor on a lot of things as far as you know, who's going to take the kids to school, who's going to pick them up, who's going to take the girls to dance, who's going to take you know, my son to his martial arts stuff, um, who's going to get to go to the movies this weekend, who's going to go golfing, you know, like who's doing what with the children at one time. And it's really helped our communication as well because we have to be in tune with each other as well as the children. And it's a lot. And again, because I feel like we put those really hard foundations down at the beginning, it's a lot easier for us. Um, and he's become very strong in his parenting that when he's with the children, he doesn't have to call me and ask me like for permission, you know, he just does it. And I really love that he's taking that and he's very on top of like their schoolwork and he gets the emails and, you know, he's very, very, very present to where, again, that reverts to back to some of the stuff I told him when we met, like I'm a single mother, I'm doing it on my own. If you cannot contribute and you're going to take away, then why are you here? Like, I have three kids. I don't need an adult child. That's why I got a divorce. Well, a small part of it, whatever. So I made that clear to where he knows what's okay, what's not okay in this dynamic that we have with everyone. And... It's just made things a lot easier, honestly, especially in those really dark parenting moments where you just feel like you're struggling and you're lacking patience for yourself and your children and your partner and the world. Having another person come in, even if you're like irritated with them and like help you and just make you feel better about the situation is just fabulous. And at the end of the day, you know, I just want everyone to be aware, which I'm sure we are aware of this because we all hear it, that, you know, everything you see online isn't real. That's not people's real lives. But I think it's very hard to really realize that because you see so many people 
living these mirrored lives where everything's perfect and they have brand new cars and they have houses and all this material stuff, you know? And it's very easy to get hung up on that when that's all you see. So for me personally, I've always tried to make sure that when I post anything, I let people know or I share like the reality of it. Like if I post a picture of all my kids smiling, I'm like, oh, you know, I had to really bribe them after this. They were all crying. <laughs> like I try and keep it very real and very raw because I didn't have that when I first like started my mom journey and like a lot of things that you see online just aren't what they are. And I don't want my friends to be able to like call me on my bullshit either. So I try and keep it very open very real with what I do share about my life because I also am very private about it. Not everything is for everyone and the things I do share, I share with the full intent of being as open and as honest and hopefully helping someone, which was the point of this. You know, my relationship didn't just come together. It wasn't like, oh, soulmates, you know, because it was work. Like we both had to work at it and wanted to be a part. And I think because we were so close and we are so close and things were and are so magical, it made that work easier. But it's still every day we have to make that choice. And every once in a while I ask my boyfriend, you know, do you want to be here? Like, do you still want to do this? Because before me, he had an easy life. Like he just went to work and like home, you know, he now like, wakes up super early, goes to work, comes home, wrangles all these freaking children, gets kicked all night, you know, like it's, you know, people can make the choice to go back. So I always ask him, like, are you sure you want to be here? And, you know, we have these conversations about it, but that's just another little part of it. It's just, you know, keeping us together and keeping us stable and continuing to like be vocal with each other about our different things in life you know and I feel like there's a lot of like missed opportunities and I wanted to hint on that a little bit before I end this because I have dated people where they've acted very nonchalant and like they don't know what they want and where they're going what they're doing whatever. And so I leave. I'm like, all right, you don't know what you want. I don't know how to navigate this. You're giving me nothing. I'm out. And then I find out, you know, that they had strong feelings for me or they wanted X, Y, Z and blah, blah, blah. And they don't convey that. Or on the flip side, they think that that person wants this stuff. So they say it when they really don't want it. And then when they circle back for whatever reason, the person's like, oh, you said you wanted to be with me or you said you wanted this life goal. And they're like, oh, I only said that because I thought that's what you wanted. And then you've wasted that original time and that circle back time. And it's just, it's not a good luck. And maybe it's an age thing for me as well because I am getting older that I just don't have time for that. I'm like, yo, especially with my friendships too. I'm like, what do you want? How are we going to benefit each other? Because I don't have time for fair weather, fake, whimsical friends. Like, that's another, I just have to throw that little tidbit in. Let's talk about that a different day. 
But yeah, I just wanted to share this with you guys um, and have it like saved. So when people ask me, I can just refer them back to this. And it's basically like having a conversation with me because I'm so chatty. Um, And yeah, I just wish everyone the best in your life and relationship endeavors. It's not easy. It never is easy. I mean, some days are easy, but it's because of all the hard work you've put in. And that is something to always remember. But yeah, hope everyone has a great rest of their day. As always, if you have questions, comments, whatever, slide into my box. Oh my God, that sounds terrible.